Grab your ticket now to the hottest wellness event in Adelaide this year. Introducing Body, Brain and Bank. A one-day event to create more resilience in every area of your life. You'll learn how to create a more resilient body, how to cultivate a more resilient mind and how to future-proof your finances. In a time of so much uncertainty, you need clarity. Many people have been experiencing challenges in their health, their mindset and their wealth as a result of all the lockdowns and upheavals over the last 12 months. The best time to analyse your opportunities and threats is now, whilst 2020 is still fresh in your mind. Body, Brain and Bank is a one-day live event in Adelaide hosted by myself, Dr. Brett Hill, and I'll be joined by three guest speakers by experts in the fields of health, mindset and wealth in a jam-packed day of both presentations and workshops. To grab your tickets, head to events.humanitics.com forward slash body dash brain dash and dash bank or click on the link in the show notes. That's events.humanitics.com forward slash body dash brain dash and dash bank. We'd love to see you there. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And This Week in Wellness, a world-first study investigating the levels of plastic in store-bought rice has shown that Australians may be consuming up to 13 milligrams of plastic per serve. And this plastic appears to be primarily as a result of plastic used in both agriculture and processing practices, rather than in packaging, as many may assume. Lead author of the Queensland University team, Jake O'Brien, stated, We don't know what it means for human health, but we've developed a method to quantify how much is in there and where it potentially comes from. Due to the large surface area of rice, a relatively large amount of plastic can cling to a relatively small amount of rice in comparison to other foods. And instant rice, due to the extra processing, contains three to four times the level of plastics of regular uncooked rice. Polyethylene was the most frequently detected plastic, but small amounts of polypropylene and polythylene were also found. And whilst according to Dr. O'Brien, the understanding of its impact of these plastics on human health is limited, concerns have been raised about the potential of tiny plastics to cross human membranes and interfere with organ systems and hormones, including crossing the placenta and affecting a fetus. Scientists believe most plastic items shed microplastics, from drinking bottles to car tyres, with a recent separate study suggesting adults ingested more than 100,000 microplastic specks every day. One way to reduce the content of plastics in your rice is, is to wash it before cooking, which was shown to reduce contamination by 20-40%. to 40%. Dr. O'Brien said he hoped the study would underline the need for more investigation of the effects of microplastics and the need for food standards. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that microplastics are increasingly concerning. We're seeing the use of plastic growing exponentially around the world. We are fortunately seeing some places like my little hometown here in South Australia where we're trying to reduce that and have an impact on that by things like a reduction or even a banning on some single-use plastics, which is fantastic. But we are still seeing plastic proliferating all around the world and more and more we're seeing that it is getting into our food supply it's getting into our natural ecosystems into our waterways and we are starting to see evidence suggesting that it is having an impact on our health and i think that's very likely you know i think there is more and more of that research to come and i think when we realize the true impact that it's having on our health it may well be quite staggering and so the interesting thing about this study is that it does reinforce that we need to focus on agriculture and processing 
not just packaging. You know, these plastics are getting into our environment and as a result of that are getting into our food. Uh, but they're also flaking off from various different agricultural machinery, various different processing machinery, as well as packaging. And all of this is contributing to the amount of plastic that each adult is consuming. So um, we need to look at each of those areas and, and create standards and create rules in each of those areas. And, you know, whilst it's great that they've said that washing the plastics reduces it by 20 to 40%, that still leaves 60 to 80% of the plastic remaining. And really, we don't know what a safe level is. We don't know how much that is going to be affecting us. We don't really know how much that's affecting our health. So, you know, the more we can minimize that, the better. Obviously, washing is a great idea for all of your food, but also understanding that it's not the panacea, it's not the be all and end all, that there is still a significant amount of plastic there left behind. So, it also causes you to question, well, what about other foods? You know, we've seen some of those studies started to come out talking about the net plastic load that people are consuming. And, and if they're getting this much plastic just from the rice, then by the time you add up all of the plastic they're getting from all of the different food we're consuming, then it really does start to become concerning. So, you know, probably it's a real tick for growing your own food, I think. You know, the more you can control the growing, the more you can control the processing, then the less likely it is that you're going to end up with these plastics. You know, I would suspect that the more the food is processed and changed, you know, so the more whole food you eat, the less likely it is to contain plastics. The less that it's packaged and stored and transported, the less likely it is likely to be to reduce plastics. Once again, those last statements, I'm not basing on any research in particular, but just a little bit of common sense. So, you know, growing your own food, eating locally, getting from your organic markets, eating whole foods as much as possible would also seemingly be great things to study, compare the amount of plastics that we are consuming. And in the meantime, Whilst we're waiting for that study to come out, I think a logical thing to do anyway to reduce the microplastics in your diet. So, you know, whilst more research is needed, leading to new standards in agriculture, processing and packaging, I really think that these new standards are required urgently anyway. I think we should be, based on what we already know, we should be trying to create standards and to set rules that put a limit on how much plastic is used in agriculture, in processing and in packaging and how much of that plastic ultimately ends up in our food. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.